Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast, Season 2. You know what I mean? I'm one of your hosts, Damo G, a.k.a. D. Bazemore. I got my other brothers in the building with me right now. Let's see how we do this thing. We're going to start from the top. We got Russell O in the building. Russ, what's the vibes, baby? Vibes is great, brother. As always, almost 100% healthy. Peace and blessings to the brothers. I love to hear that. We definitely gonna get on that later on. We got Chef K in the building. All right, matey. Hi, how you doing? What's up, everybody? It's good. It's good. Excellent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got our brother King Breezy, aka Big Forty, Forty Water in the building. What's the word, Big Bro? Peace to the brothers. As always, and we wouldn't be here without our engineer extraordinaire, DJ Mr. Fresh. Let's jump right into it, my brothers. You know what I mean? We got some crazy times going on out here, man. Just want to get y'all take on a few things we got going on right now. We're going to uh, touch the uh, sports situation a little bit later on, but let's jump right into it. You know what I mean? Uh, we got a hot 97 DJ right now. He's saying that he's no longer going to be playing any drill music, diss music, no gang records. He on Hot 97. His name is DJ Juski. Um, is this a thing? Is that going to help us out? Russ Lowe, what you know about that, baby? Uh, yeah, I think that this music today is very impactful on the youth. Yes, I do. I know ultimately we make our own decisions, but some of the negativity that's been portrayed specifically in our communities 100% things need to be a little bit different. Somebody needs to take the initiative. So, you know, hands up, to, hands off to the to the fella for him doing that. You know what I mean? It's a step in the right direction. Um, but at the same time, I'm conflicted because I come in, I came in it. We all kind of came in in a generation where the music kind of, it kind of spoke, you, you know, what you lived each and every day. So, you know, I get it to a certain degree being a, a older gentleman and, and going through certain experiences. But I also know that I don't really want to take the freedom of expression away from the youth, but I just think that they need to do it constructively. So um, I'm with it, but I'm also want to see how it pans out with other DJs across the board. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more if more DJs follow suit, then it could become a thing. But we also have to be mindful, bro, that, you know, our word is our want and there's power in the tongue. You understand what I'm saying? And like you said, once upon a time, that was the way it was a form of expression but is this really what we trying to express are we really doing that out here is that what we doing yeah i i don't i don't i don't think it's what we doing i think that it's it's part of what's going on today um there's so many different factors that come into play with this in terms of the youth and i think that we fought for a certain amount of freedoms for us to be able to do certain things but i think that these the things that we fought for these kids are now getting um they're also being exposed to a lot more via the internet uh things of that nature um but we also have a lot of kids that don't that's not cut from the cloth that we're from you know what i mean so whereas that a lot of the times a lot of this violence is happening it's, it's happening because you know in my opinion um kids today don't know what it is to lose you know what I mean? They don't know what it is to lose. Take an L, you know, you, you fight to live another day. You, you live to fight another day. Um, right now, it's like everybody got to be winners. Everybody got to get a trophy. In my book, that's not really building a strong foundation. 
Right. And are there really any winners in that? It's like we all know the story and we all know how it ends. You know what I mean? Either the pen or underneath the earth. Big 40. What's on your mind, bro? Yeah, man. Um, That's a very, very slippery soap, like you're saying, because you don't want to stop the kids from expressing themselves. But on the other hand, you, they are going a little bit too far. But I want to hold uh, more than the DJs responsible, the uh, record companies for allowing some of these records to get out, um, making money off of it, the deaths of these kids that's getting killed behind these records. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the same thing, uh, YouTube, for allowing them to get on videos with guns and uh, talk about each other, talk about their dead uh, friends that have been killed their parents, um, all the uh, criminal stuff that they're doing. They don't, you can go on any time at any channel and find this stuff on, on online for the kids to see and watch. So they want to portray what's, what's, what's happening now and they're able to see and watch this. Same thing with the music. You know, they can get on, um, uh, download the music, the same thing. So I think it's, you know, more than a DJ it needs to be the uh, record executives, um, YouTube executives, um, all the top ones involved who's making the money off the deaths of these kids that's getting killed. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. I mean, it got to be a unified front. We just can't hold one person or one area of the situation accountable. Chef K, what do you say, bro? Music. You're on mute. Kill them all. Just kill them all. No. Coach King, you don't jump in and then jump back out and say kill them all. But I get where you're coming from. Uh, like I say, man, you know, the music is a very important thing, but who's controlling the narrative? How's this thing getting out of here? You know what I mean? Getting out here like that. We're not pushing no albums out on our own. So there's somebody up above that's allowing it. But moving right along into the next subject, you know what? I don't know if we heard about the man that was charged with murdering a woman and a two-day-old daughter down there in Memphis. Anybody know about that? You know, we're talking about gun violence and all this other things like that. You know, this is just another example. Where are the codes? Where are the lines at? You know, when did it become okay? You know, we all know the time when women and kids were off limits. You understand what I'm saying? You had a problem with somebody, you get up with them, and it was that. You know what I mean? King Breezy, did you know about this Memphis guy? Um, I didn't hear too much of, uh, about that subject, but uh, domestic violence, man, has always been a big problem here in the United States, man. Um, I don't know how they're going to really uh, uh, curve that. I mean, as far as doing prevention, you know, um, these men sometimes, they get, I guess, out of their minds with these women. They fall in love with. They can't take it. And this is their way of acting out. And, and you know, once they get them alone um, in their apartment or whatever, and, and um, police is involved, they figure their only way out is to what? To, to, to kill a woman, kill a kid, and most likely commit suicide. Um, I don't I don't have no answer um, how what prevention with that. You know, um, I guess this goes on every individual that falls in that, um, you know, situation, man. Um, 
that's a hard, uh, a very hard subject to put a, a finger on because you know when you're in a relationship, man, things that go left and go right. So, I, I, that's a very good question. I'll right. pass that on a local cake. Let's go, Russ Lowe, because we saying right now, Russ Lowe, you know, forty was a good word with men yeah. and women, but is that a masculine trait? Is that how men handle our situations now? You know. Mm, no, but I will I will say this and uh, before I even get into the subject at hand, I'm going to say this, fellas, we all know, um, you know, we got to be responsible for who we lay down with, who we bring children in the world with. Um, we got to do a better job of that as men. I'm not going to speak on a woman because I'm not a woman. I got daughters, but I tell them all the time, you know, they have age. You got to be careful of who you lay down with. And who you decide to have a child with today um today um it seems like it's okay just to have kids willy-nilly 10 10 children from 10 different you know unfortunately baby mothers we just got to be careful with that we got to teach these young men to be a little bit better at what they doing i'm not going to say not go out there and live your life but live your life accordingly with that you're not affecting others that being said this gentleman um had a daughter, uh, I believe a daughter, and it kind of resonates with me. And I'll tell you that, fellas, because the baby was two days old and the baby's name was Kennedy. That's my youngest child's name. So me reading this article and looking into it, it kind of hit me a little different. So, you know, the reason why I say you got to be careful about who you lay down with, because I'm not going to say that anybody is responsible, but if, if somebody can get you out of your comfort zone well enough to for you to want to cause them physical harm, that's a bad thing. Okay. One, he, uh, from what, what it says in the article, he allegedly shot the baby mother, left her in the car somewhere, and they couldn't find the baby at first. They couldn't find the baby at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh the baby mother's name, if I'm not mistaken, or the child's mother's name is, uh, Danielle Doyle, and the baby's name is Kennedy Doyle. Um, it's just a, it's a sad situation, man, that, and honestly, if I keep it a hundred percent, I keep it a G. He a sucker. You a sucker. You yeah. a sucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna condone no violence on a woman or nothing like that. You know, I don't know who's been through whatever. But at the end of the day, he's a sucker because not only did he not just he didn't put his hands on her. Never ever say that that's right. He took this person's this woman's life. You know what I mean? He took this child's life two days two days old. If that don't resonate with anybody, something definitely wrong with this culture that's going on. We got to do different. We got to do different. Yeah. Big facts right there, you know. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, that's sad news. Condolences and prayers to the family for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, Coach Amen. Yo, Coach, what's the word, baby? Yeah, yeah man, that's just sad, though, man. But, um, Shit like that, I just want to kill a motherfucker. Just kill him. Like, come on, how you going to take a baby life? That shit's wrong. I mean, did the baby start walking at least? Two you days. Know what I'm did he go outside and just chill? Not at all, okay? Not even to the playground. Two days, my brother. So trust me, we 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 in the same boat with you, man. Trust and believe yeah, that. Most high moves in a certain that, way. You know. That's how I feel. Two that's how I feel. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm, killed, they ain't killing them. And you know what? I'm a I'm a say it. I, in most cases, I probably wouldn't agree with you, but I do agree with you because I feel like, to a certain degree, we need to we need to conduct certain things in our own hoods, in our own neighborhoods. 
and I hold people accountable. Yeah, not, not necessarily be vigilantes in, in anything like that, but we should be able to, you know, you know, you know, a, a dude is doing something wrong with some little girls, man. Go handle that. You feel me? Yeah. So, Both you know, be code of conduct. You absolutely 100 percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you get caught out of compliance, you know what I mean? You receive the necessary correction, if you will. You know what I mean? But now, real quick, let's bust a hard left right now, you know, because we're saying a lot of salacious and racy things right now. But let's turn the corner real quick and talk about the brother Joe Rogan. I'm not sure if we've been following Joe Rogan right now, but he's one of the most. Wait, can, can I say one more thing? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Like, like, where the fuck is these kids' education at? Because, yo, let me tell you, this summer, this kid came out of jail. Puerto Rican kid. Nigga had an ankle braces on. Nigga's waving his gun all around in the hood. They get locked up for rape. Raping a chick, son. Wow. What yeah. what type of loyalty? He supposed to be a blood and all this shit? Like what what's the fucking where they education at? Right. Well, what codes are they promoting in their organization? You know, that's a different subject for a different day. But just to stay on that topic briefly, you know, um, this guy, you know, again, I think me and Russ Lowe was having this conversation when you said, who raised him? Are we the parents right now? Um, what generation is this? What codes have been given to them? Who are those parents? Are they us? Are they the generation behind us? What's the vibes? Yeah, that's a fact. Yo, I'll give you a tidbit. Um, I was watching, um, you know, shout out to Million Dollars with the game. I'll be watching their stuff here and there. And they had a little, I saw a little snippet with Bobby Smurda on there. And I think any all of us could attest to this at, at some point in time, whether it be an older brother, older, you know, cousin, whatever, or even your pops, a matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? You know, back in those times, oh, your, you know, your dad was gangster or your uncle was gangster or your, your brother was gangster. And what winds up happening is that, you know, we come up, the younger fellas, and we looking like, you know, you idolize those people. So sometimes hearing that, you know, you look at somebody, you're like, yeah, yo, he was gangster. So you know what? I got to be gangster too. You know what I'm saying? From that element of it. And, you know, sometimes we got to be careful some of the stuff that we say to people. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Even, even when we going through our trials and tribulations, doing whatever, and moving in the streets, how we move, we still got to be able to disseminate and break it down to them that, you know, that hood, that hood shit is not a game. It's not a yeah. game, and it's not something to be idolized, you know, things of that nature. So we got to be careful about how we share that news. Um, I do feel like we we have a certain level of accountability. Um, I do think that uh, our generation, which is now our kids, is out there because our kids is in their twenties and thirties. You know what I'm saying, and in, in, in late teens, we do have a certain level of accountability. You know, I remember the days you go up to a young boy and be like, "Yo, what you doing, man? Cut that out." You do that now before he even says something. His mama ready to fight you. Right on, right on. See what I'm saying? Go get with your gun. Yeah, and that's 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 the crazy that's part of it. Now, I, I can't move like that. I'm if I see something, I'ma say something, uh, and I'ma just stand by it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right I'm not, but I, I do, I do, I do be careful, and, and, and you know, I do approach some of these young fellas, you know, in a certain kind of way. I ask them. I tell them, Yo, bro, let me ask you a question. I, I need to know. You know what I'm saying? I'm an OG. You know, I can learn something from anybody. Let me ask you, why are you why are you moving like that? And I and I and I've come to find out that it's a little bit more receptive. I'm not perfect, don't get me wrong. I done did my shit. I done did my dirt. But I'd be wondering what be going through these kids' minds. And sometimes, man, just hearing it from another 
dude that looked like you from the same element as you, maybe that might have an impact. So yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer that we we are a part of it. You know what I'm saying? But I do also think that society portrays yeah. certain things heavily. The programming is real. You know what I mean? The yes, man. Like what we see on the news. You know, being you know, quote unquote, what you on bad, the radio, right? Being a bad bitch, being this nigga trying right. to being get a real the nigga and a bad bitch have become more fashionable than being real men and real women or productive. Right. Right. I, don't even, I don't even watch the news no more, son. Been off the news long time. Big forty, what you got, baby? Um, while we on the subject, man, about parenting, um, there was a story that I I know y'all guys probably saw that I put up there. That um, there was a mother in the front seat. She had three of her babies in the back seat and a friend in the front seat with her. Now, they were smoking marijuana in the car while the kids was in the car. To me, that's a that's a red flag right there. Yeah. Why are you in an enclosed car with babies and you smoking weed? That's one. But you two, know they get high. Two, most likely, the kids wasn't in seatbelts. Because there was a four-year-old who got loose, and somehow he finds a gun inside the car. They claim that it might have been under the seat. The four-year-old shot herself in the face. Yeah. And the mother um, and a friend claimed they didn't know it was a gun in the car. They didn't know until after they heard the shot. And all the forensics show that the kid, the the kid died. Self-inflicted the, wound. Yeah. Right. So, but his his. Here's the, here's the deal, though. Like, why, as a mother, you would even have, uh, uh, I think one was 22 months and one was even younger. Why would you be smoking weed in the car with them in the first place? That's that, you know, the parenting skills of some of these uh, uh, parents, man. Um, you, you can't like locals just saying, I mean, you know, you can approach some of them. And these and these are probably young young parents I, I really don't know the ages but i'm assuming that they had to be very young to be doing something like that because why would you could be smoking in your house you could have put your babies in bed and you could have been smoking in your in your crib if that's the case you know what i mean i mean if you get high that's fine but around the kids man that's definitely a red flag right there in the that's car so, parenting skills of some of these young people man they um it, it's it, it is not like you said, young people. Say it again. Like you said, young people. They probably ain't finished school. And shit. Yeah, but you know what? One thing that we all have, you got to have common sense. And to me, um, they have none. Even if you smoke in marijuana, man, come on. You don't do it around kids. Period. Right. Little brains you just don't do it. Fully developed. For one, you don't, want it, you don't want them inhaling it. Two, you don't want them picking up that type of habit. If you doing yeah. stuff, you know, as we as we were sipping coming up, all right, um, you know, my sons might have seen me once in a while, but I never made it a a, a habit of being in their face with it because I didn't want that. That's something that I didn't want them to pick up on. You know what I'm saying? So, Can I ask you a question, Forty. Let me ask okay. you something because we we men, right? So, right? You know, we all like you just to touch on what you just saying. We all we all have a little sip every now and then. Correct. At any at any point. Could you see yourself with your fourteen-year-old son saying, "Yo, let's take a sip of henny"? Nah. Can you see yourself saying, "Yo, let's let's smoke this blunt"? Nah. Right. So no. I think I think that we at a point where we have a lot of people that don't. We talk about parenting. 
I don't think I don't believe they're trying to be parents. They're trying to be friends to their kids. Say it you know again. Yeah, and, and that's never your job. One thing that I will tell you is this, and my mama taught me this a long time ago. She said, when you was born, I'm going to be your mama. When you grow up, I'm going to be your mama. And when I pass on, I'm still going to be your mama. Correct. And to this day, that is a fact. I'm always her child. I'm never her friend. I'm always her child. So, you know, when you look at people and people trying to befriend their kids, they let a lot of shit go. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I ain't going to lie to you. I've gotten got to the point where my son is 21 years of age, you know, 20 in college, he's doing his thing. I can have a drink with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's it, that that becomes to me, it's an honor. You know what I mean? And Sorry. at that point, I'm not I'm still his parent. I can't tell him what to do. I only give him advice. It's up to him to follow it, because now technically under the circumstances, he's a man. He needs to figure out his own shit. But at any other point lower than that, 17, 18. Nah, I don't want to party with you. I won't be cool with you. I don't even want to listen to the same music that you listen to on that level. I may listen to it, but I ain't gonna let you know that. You feel me? So I think that we had a point where we got um, a lot of people out here. Instead of being parents, they're trying to be friends. Um, I just want to say this because I think that it's important, man, because we get a lot of little kids that's falling. And the, the young the young fella that passed on is up there. He playing whatever he playing, maybe video games or something like that with the man up above. Uh, rest in peace to Jerry and Walker, man. You know what I mean? But now let's hit this hard left that we was on a minute ago. The brother Joe Rogan, he's under attack. You know what I mean? Right now, they're actually trying to cancel Joe Rogan. They're trying to control the narrative. You know what I mean? And censor him as well. You know what I mean? So now, what Joe Rogan is doing is he's coming along Instagram Live and he's giving us his side of the story. Should we be careful of what we say and how much is we willing to stay in line in order to get where we're going? Because that plays a lot in the part of it, too. You know, parents trying to be down with their kids, trying to be friends. You know what I mean? The lines are becoming blurred right now. So with that being said, uh, what do you think about the censorship of Joe Rogan right now as it comes to music and other content creators? Well, me personally, I I think I agree with those artists that's pulling their music from them. Um, I just heard something from NDRE that Joe Rogan called us the planet of the apes in our neighborhood uh, for the way that we act in our neighborhood. That was one of his discussions on one of his podcasts, um, along with all the other things he said. And during his podcast, he's been uh, using the word nigga. Um, so, therefore, I, I agree with them as far as um, uh, pulling their music from them, um, not uh, being a part of their show until um, they get them get them off of there. He's no better than nobody else because uh, he's Joe Rogan, you know. Uh, so even if it was jokes, there's a line that he shouldn't have crossed, and he crossed it. Right, right. Well, now, see, I'm not familiar with those things. I really mostly catch Joe on the hot takes when he's speaking on things such as, you know, the pandemic, the economy and things of that nature. You know, if he did say these things, he should be held accountable. But let's not water down the message of which they really, you know, anytime right now, we the guys, we the bros, we the brothers, we're talking. 
we're doing our little thing right here, right now. The minute you get a little bit of notoriety, you know, when you develop a following, they'll find a way to, if you don't get in line, they're going to find a way to get you out of line. You understand what I'm saying? So you I hear you. At that time. Go ahead, Russell. Look, um, I look at it this way. Um, me personally, as a black man, I don't care. I don't care what Joe Rogan say. I really don't. You know why I don't care? Because he has no effect on how we're gonna move as a culture. Only people that have a, an effect on that is us. We the only ones that can actually change that. Um, I'm not surprised by it. By the way, sometimes that he carries himself, the way that he talks. You know, now I've heard and I've watched different articles. I've read different articles about how people say he's a he's a teddy bear. He's a nice guy. This, that, and the other, and the third. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if if he is that person, he he should be mindful of what he says. I think that this is kind of a slippery slope because we got to be careful, because if we saying that he can't say certain things and things of that nature, that means that's going to open the door for a lot of things. Also, that we can't say certain things, because I think um, is it the, isn't it now the mayor right now is catching some flack for saying cracker at one particular point in time Absolutely. in one of his speeches. Right. Watch this. Now, how you tie that in. Whoopi Goldberg got kicked off the view for a couple of days, suspended from what I, if I'm not mistaken, for saying something that they, I, it, to me, it seemed like they deemed anti-Semitic, you know, allegedly. I don't, you know, I didn't really look into it, but I just find it shocking that they have a show that's called The View, but you're not able to express your real point of view. Excellent so, point, bro. Excellent I point. Think, I, I think that when, like, just like us right here, we may not agree with everything and everybody, but I think that we are respectful to all cultures and anything that we do talk about um i think that something needs to happen to him because yes you should not be saying i don't personally again i don't care but i think that if you do some some dirt you you should pay the penalty to a certain degree but um i think the context of where he was using it wasn't a negative light right i don't think it compares to what now, Russell, over, but, let me cut you off one second you see true. this one from old episodes i'm not aware of this whole planet of the apes thing that's from an old episode the only reason why he's paying a penalty now for those old words is because he's speaking against the narrative that's being pushed right now hey well you know what at the end of the day guess what the same way he said the negative things about being in the planet of the apes now he know how the planet of the apes feel because how many times did we go into a situation we had to be 100% correct? You got to be right and exact from the time that you come out the womb until the time you try to be successful. Because if you don't, ergo, excuse me, not trying to bring it up or nothing, allegedly Bill Cosby, allegedly Kevin Hart not being able to go to the Grammys and uh, Oscars and all of that. Because he I'm said something years ago. Right. Hey, listen, look, man, he could say what he want to say about whatever he want to say. But if he offends people and you get in trouble for it, you got to pay a penalty, man. That's how I look at it. But the very media didn't have a problem. They didn't come after him for saying the Planet of the Apes comment, you know, his bosses. They only came after him after he said something all for the alternative perspective of the pandemic. Hey, yeah, that's what happens. Well, let me say it something. Didn't it, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen to Bill Cosby until he tried to buy NBC. Absolutely. Well, kept, well, well with Rogan, what happened was once he made those comments and people felt that uh, he was leading people in the wrong direction. That's what led people to start listening to him. And those other episodes that was up there, um, I guess they was listening to the back episodes and that's when they heard the comments. 
because mm. I don't even listen to Joe Rogan, honestly. I just nah, haven't seen the article with Indy. They was digging. Uh, they was digging. They was looking for something because a, a, a big, a, the the first guy that did it, and then uh, Joni Mitchell comes out. Right. I'm like, really? Like, come on. So, okay, cool. You don't want you don't want to deal with 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 uh, Joe Rogan. Fine. You want your music down? Take your music down. Okay, cool. So now right. you ain't got to mess with him. And guess what? Now your people don't follow them. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I said, you know, he, he got to pay the penalty. You know, that's I'm what not, led to it. I, I'm not surprised by it because anybody that says something opposite of what's going on out there, I don't care who you are, especially if you got people of color following you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you saying some things that's opposite of what the man or the big brother wants you to say. Like, come on, man. Come Absolutely. On. That's the point I was trying to come. No, no, I but you already know. I I, I fucks with you. You already man. know. You, you already know. You know my stance on a lot of things, man. I stand firm with Kyrie, but they still asking them about the same thing. Listen, right. if they let me rock like this, let me rock like this. Why you keep asking me? Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Okay. He being okay. selfish. No, I'm not being selfish. I'm doing what I gotta do. And yeah, if I I'm move this way, I move this way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're not just yeah. tipping over here, brothers. I know if we're aware or not, but uh, four men were arrested in the overdose situation with Michael K. White. You know, he was a prominent figure in the black culture. Played Omar on the wire. You know, uh, he did some serious acting roles as well. But four men were arrested. You know what I mean? Uh, what do you think that's all about? Is that just for show and for lights or what are we doing here? Oh, if, if, for me to say something real quick, <laughs> you know, we kind of talked about it when we uh, before we started really getting into this and, you know, you know, occasionally brothers partake in certain activities. You know what I mean? I just think that today the product that's being put out here not saying that it's wrong or right to do whatever you do, be happy. You just got to be mindful of what's in the food that you eat, the activities you partake in, um, and who and who and where you getting it from. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Because guess what? If I got something that's good, I want to make it better because I want mine's better than the next man over there. So, yeah, I'm going to put something to make it better. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get this money, trying to get this paper. So I I'm not surprised by it, man. You know, it it's a sad situation. You got four dudes. I think the guy name was Irving Cartagena or something like that. Right. And, 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 something. Yeah. Three other dudes, man, which is sad. You know, but that's something that you you you're doing that you're playing with other people's lives. And now that things are getting legalized, it's getting worse because now but I got to make. Yeah, I got to make this better than the next man. You feel me? Right. And I don't what, care what happens after that. What are the charges? What are they going to be charged with? Murder, distribution? Or what, what, uh, what? If I'm not mistaken, I think it was murder. Right. I think it was murder. That's crazy. Because it was, right. uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, they, they deemed it a hand to hand sale or something like that. That you it know? was, but it ended a little abruptly or it ended in an untimely fashion, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's what is crazy. that what we're doing right now with that? King Brazy, what's five? We doing that? You know, I don't, I don't it, it's falling under the thing like with the uh, Michael Jackson case, like with the doctor administering uh, um, the sleep. Uh, what was they giving him, Michael Jackson? He supposedly overdosed off of, um, and the doctor was um, charged with that crime of his murder. So it's similar, it's similar to that. They sold him sold him some drugs and it was a bad batch 
and he winds up dying. So they looking for, you know, a person to blame. But the bottom line is they ain't the ones that make it. They got it from somewhere. So, I mean, where does it stop at? You know, do they keep going to find out who made it? Um, or these guys are going to just take the whole, you know, the whole fall for the whole That's thing. That's what I'm saying. So, Chef K, what's the word? Chef, you in the building? All right, all right. But look right here, though. Before we wrap this thing up, let's talk about uh, the coach. What you know about the coach that's uh, suing? Brian, the, the Brian Flores case, he's suing the NFL and other people because he alleges racism in their hiring process, which we already know to be a fact. Russ Lowe, let's go, baby. You already know what it is. That's my team. I'm a Giants fan through and through. I bleed blue. But um, prior to this even coming up, I'm in a couple of groups. And, you know, it's been going back and forth, man. One, you know, we already know there's systematic racism. We know that. Um, I don't I believe the Giants been in 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 the league for about 97 years, almost 100 years. Not one black head coach, not one black quarterback. We had Jerry Reese, which was the general manager. So. You know, I was always taught where there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's some truth to it. Um, along with that, there's approximately, there were approximately this year, if I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm off uh, eight to nine head coaching jobs. Right. None have yet to be filled by an African-American or someone other than that's Caucasian. Right. So uh, now I there's may, maybe one, but there's some truth to what he's saying. Um there's some truth to it. We, we we definitely all know that. And unfortunately, he's going to have to go down as the coach version of uh, Colin Kaepernick. Um, I don't think that this man will ever get a, another job in the NFL um, because people are going to be scared to touch him unless you have a minority owner, perhaps, to give him a, cho- a, a shot. Um, I'd be surprised at that. Um, the other part of this is that you got to look at people have been focusing on the fact that he said that uh he alleged that the dolphins uh i got i forgot the game guy's name ross that uh he was trying to pay him a hundred thousand dollars a game to lose so they can get high draft picks which is crazy to me so you know my question is this would would that be done to a white coach you know what i'm saying and this man and if you know anything anybody knows anything about football this man coached his ass off they were like one in 16, one in 15 one year. And then the next year he came back, they won eight games and he came back and he got them to the playoffs and he actually beat the Patriots. So the man is a great coach. He's a good coach. Mind you, he's Brooklyn's own. Let's be clear with that. You know, so he come from the mud. He come from what we come from. And it's a sad situation. Again, somebody's going to have to die on the stake to make room for somebody else to move. They had the Rooney rule in effect. It ain't working. It's clear right. working. That's what I say. Will he be able to prove it is another question because, you know, the Rooney rule, that was all just for publicity yeah. and for show. You know what I mean? Behind the scenes, they're like, are oh, we still going to do it the way we've been doing it? Big 40, baby. What's the word? Yeah, I applaud him for what he did, man. It's just unfortunately, I don't think he's going to have the backing of of a more um, uh, top, uh, stars in the NFL, like the players. I mean, it's most dominant black players, but they need to come forward to say what they heard or seen for him to have any traction. I mean, I don't know what witnesses that they're going to be coming forth with when they put forth this lawsuit, but for right now, and I guarantee you, 
it's 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 hardly going to be the players because they don't want to put themselves out there like that. So, like right now, he's going to be the sacrifice, man. I mean, I applaud him for what he did to come forth with this because that's a very big accusation to go against a what they a billion dollar they more than they what a, a, a couple hundred billion dollar establishment, you know. So. They got lawyers on top of lawyers, and he just got on top a, one group of lawyers. So they could tie this up for years before he even even see anything, if he even go in his direction. So um, he's going to be the sacrifice for right now to right you know, put it out there. So uh, hopefully this won't just die. The traction will keep going, you know, and they'll keep they'll do the investigation like they're supposed to do. So and that's another problem. Like they waiting for the board of directors to get together to even start an investigation on it. On the um, accusations, um, but watch this, forty. Watch this. You, you're getting a good point. But guess who? Does, guess who's actually initiating the the investigation? The NFL. And who's the NFL ran by? All 32 owners, which is white. So, mm. is there really truly going to be an, an investigation? That's, Do you know? That's that's what I'm saying. When it when it when it first came out, they issued a statement right off top. Oh no, there's we not doing that. They didn't even investigate it. I got this to say, is this gonna even be a story in six months? I believe so. I, I believe so because um actually some some people did come out to a certain degree, which was uh if I'm not mistaken, Hugh Jackson. Um, that's another minority coach, another African American coach, um, and actually one white player, um, Nate Solder. Nate Solder came out and and supported Brian Flores. A lot of people are speaking to this man's character of how he's a good dude. A lot of the people that played with him on the Patriots played for him on the Patriots and things of that nature. Um, so I think that there's some validity to what he's saying. I don't think that this is the type of dude to say, "Hey, I'm gonna say something." No, listen, so I, can I, get this I, check. I agree. I, come on, we all watch sports, so we all know what's going on. I mean, yeah. we, we see this. It's, there's how many black coaches are there? Uh, maybe one. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Pittsburgh Steelers got the only black coach at this time. Um, executives, we don't. It's it's probably a handful, if any. So four minutes left. We we see it with our own eyes, so we know what's going on. But unfortunately, it has to be proven that this is the practices that they're doing behind closed doors or in these interviews. You know, they already made the decision that we're not hiring no black people, but we will give you an interview. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're just going through procedures, but, you know, still continuing in their culture. But, mm -hmm. like I say, this conversation was about to go places, you know, because I'm going to just say this. In my opinion, it would just be like the black man that we've seen killed on camera. When we talk about him being able to prove his case, man, look at the history of the organization and how many black coaches there have not been, not how many there have been. You know, that should speak values to itself because the proof is right in your face. But they're still going to spin it. This is what I'm saying. That media is a bad month. And on that note, my brothers, you know what I mean? Thank y'all for joining us on another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, D. Baysmore. Big thanks to King Breezy, Russell Lowe, the Chef Taylor, of course, our engineer extraordinaire, DJ Mr. Fresh. Get us up out of here, bro. <laughs>